I like those Air Maxes. Oh, appreciate it. Shit, this has been through the mud, bro. Probably had yeah. this since like high school and shit. Yeah. Classics, though. Yeah, classics for sure. Well, shit. What's your What's your day to day life like? Just on a regular daily basis. Are we already started? Yeah, I mean, I just already started. I mean, oh, I don't really do an intro like that. We just chop yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah, we just we just start. Yeah, yeah. I mean, bro, like I guess my day to day really depends on you know, what my, you know, specific goal for that season is. Gotcha. You know what I mean? And that mm -hmm. season could be, like, that month, that week, that day. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But, like, today it's just, like, you know what I mean? It's just, like, I had, you know, woke up this morning, went to, you know, Bellevue, had a meeting with this guy that's, you know, building about, like, $40 million of real estate. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, talking to him about, you know, how he can potentially, you know, sell each of those units mm -hmm. before they're fully built. Mm -hmm. So just having that conversation and, you know, going to the site with him, checking it out. And then, you know, I'm out here mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, doing this podcast. Yeah. And then, you know, afterward, you know, I'm going home, eat, yeah. stretch. Mm -hmm. I'm about to, you know, go play basketball. I'm part of a league. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just... And then you know, call it a day. Gotcha. You know, that's that's like a typical day, but gotcha, gotcha. It, it could depend on mm -hmm. you know what it what it is. But like to take it back, right? Like my mission statement is mm -hmm. to integrate real estate investing with culture, music, and technology to inspire positive change in the community. So I kind of you know think of my life within three verticals, which is you know real estate to you know feed myself, mm -hmm. and you know music to express myself and build my brand and you know just okay. do me. Yeah. And then, you know, however I can uh, to give back to the community. Gotcha. So, like, if I just look at, you know, all the activities that are thrown at me or the opportunities that are thrown at me, mm -hmm. and, I, and I, like, assess it through my mission statement, like, you know, if it makes sense within that framework, I just, you know, take it on in my day Perfect. and, you know, take it on in my life. Like, gotcha. you know, you hitting me up about this podcast, boom, uh -huh. you know, this is, like, Oh, yeah. an opportunity to you know share my story opportunity mm -hmm. to you know like check out you know what you're building and what mm -hmm. your platform is oh, yeah. and you know for us to you know maintain and build a connection yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying so it's like it's within my mission statement got you, got you. and just like you know this meeting earlier this morning was mm -hmm. like meeting with the builder mm -hmm. and, you know what i mean real estate yeah also within the mission statement mm -hmm. so yeah bro uh you know what i mean it's just it really depends if I'm like in a very like musical season in my life completely yeah. different day to day yeah yeah got you yeah so right now finishing up the year I guess like what are your, your goals so far for this quarter I guess just like to wrap up the year just wrap up the year yeah. shit man it's been a pretty good year I started off like mm -hmm. already like you know like traveling so I was like back home mm -hmm. in the motherland and I'm doing a bunch of stuff there too um, and then you know came back had a, had a great year you know uh, as far as like uh, like business-wise within, you know, my specific, like, real estate servicing business. Yeah. And, um, like, musically, you know, I'll put out a couple songs. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, you know, like, my goal coming into 2024, actually, is to start putting out a lot more music, yeah. which I've already made. Mm -hmm. It's a matter of now packaging it and, you know Marketing what I mean, putting it, it out. But, yeah. um yeah, but to answer your question, like, you know, to wrap up the year, there's, you know, a bunch of, like, business goals I have, mm -hmm. but musically, I'm trying to, you know, drop this uh, one song, and I have this, like, you know, gotcha. like, marketing element that I've planned for it, mm -hmm. uh, that I'm working on, and, you know, it's, like, right in time for the holidays. Gotcha, gotcha. So. And 
So you said you're in real estate, you're an entrepreneur, and you're an artist. Yeah. Right? And in other forms, too, you said you also give back to the community. Well, so, as best as I can. I'm not yeah, like, yeah. 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 But um, what would you say, like, how are you able to accomplish all those in within either a day or a week? Because I feel like a lot of people would be overwhelmed with some doing so many things or so yeah. many tasks. So on a day-to-day basis, like, I know we did kind of cover about what you do. Yeah, yeah. But I guess, like, how are you... Like mentally, are you like a person who like mentally makes notes? Or are you a person who write down the notes, your schedules, or like, mm. what's that like? Yeah, no, but like, so like the way you ask the question, how do you do that in like a day or a week? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's not a day or a week type mm-hmm. of thing. I think just you know having the mentality that this is something you're in it for life, mm-hmm. and you're gonna continually keep you know, like making progress yeah. towards like these goals, mm-hmm. uh, kind of gives you the perspective to just do it daily and be consistent and then when you stay consistent you know over a course of like you know some weeks months years Mm -hmm. like then you start you know looking around the world you created for yourself and you're like oh shit like i have this opportunity now Mm -hmm. that i didn't previously and as long as you could be like conscious of where you were Mm -hmm. uh like before you began the consistency yeah then you know it becomes more uh you know familiar and recognizable yeah. I don't. I don't know if that answers your question, but honestly, bro, just you just gotta you know love what you do. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And as long as you love what you do, mm-hmm. then you know the actions required to do what you love become mm-hmm. you know tolerable. Got you. Got you. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And you also said you went to college. You went that route. Yeah, right? yeah. And so, I feel like a lot of people that are in college might not even know what to do. You know, when mm-hmm. they're in it. But so my question to you is when you went to school yeah, and you said you also did end up going to like the corporate route and all that. Yeah. So what would you say? Like, did you think you already knew like going into college, you knew what you're going to do, your plan, all this? Or was it kind of like, oh, I'm just figure it out, man. It's interesting because uh, so I actually was born in the motherland. You gotcha. feel me? So I was born in a city called Nagarkoil, which mm-hmm. is like in the very, very like, you know, like southern tip of India and um, you know lived in a city called Chennai until I was like eight years old mm-hmm. and um, you know pops moved out to the United States first for like a year and a half saved up a little bit of money brought mm-hmm. the rest of the family yeah. over and uh, yeah you know I have a younger brother so it's like it's like you know coming to America was always this uh, you know like like this promised land type mm-hmm. of thing and you know there's all like early dreams that you know my father had about like you know like starting a business here and like land of opportunity Mm -hmm. and you know like it's probably how you know a lot of us you know came came here right and uh i think but then after coming to this country and like really experiencing the reality of what it is Mm -hmm. you know to be out here and you know how difficult it is to you know like you know make it Mm -hmm. um you know i got to kind of experience firsthand that it's like it's like this whole you know getting a job and like you know going down that route Mm -hmm. is just is just not the path for fulfillment mm-hmm. you know and i saw it firsthand through my folks mm-hmm. and uh so for me it was always this like i always had this mentality of like all right i want to get into business somehow mm-hmm. and that's something that i just always knew from the jump like yeah. from when i was a kid mm-hmm. mainly because my dad always wanted to get into business yeah, you. you know what i mean he never had like the he got into business later on in life mm-hmm. but he didn't have the opportunity to like you know when he was like really passionate mm-hmm. about it you feel yeah. me no, so I got to kind of experience that as a child, mm-hmm. and uh, but but there was no like direct guidance for me to become an entrepreneur. No. So when I went to 
you know, when I got into college, I got into UW, mm -hmm. you know, when I went there, I actually Googled like my first year, like what major is going to pay me the most money. Mm -hmm. And it was all like in the engineering mm -hmm. field, right? And like, you know, like I was always good at math mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, decided to apply for the electrical engineering major at UW mm -hmm. and I got into it. Yeah. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And I kind of just like, you know, thugged it out and went all four years and, you know, finished the, the degree. Mm -hmm. And uh, my plan always was, all right, I'm going to get this, you know, I'm going to finish this degree, like, you know, get myself a job you know, I'll pay off this loan mm -hmm. and then, you know, save up some money yeah. and then launch my business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was just in that zone. I always knew that's what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And then I actually like went through with that plan. Like, you know what I mean? Like I got an internship at Vulcan, you know what I mean? Like after I graduated, you know, I worked at various different companies like mm -hmm. Microsoft and mm -hmm. uh, Accenture. And then by the time I paid off my loans and saved up a little bit of money, like I was in this like point where I was like asking myself like, hey, you know, you, you said you're gonna do this business thing at this point, mm -hmm. and like now you're in a situation where you're comfortable yeah. because you have this income, yeah. But you're also like you have these golden handcuffs on you, yeah. Uh, you know that, like, really allows you from living life. Mm -hmm. And for me, I always had a lot of passion to you know make music and you know like inspire the culture mm -hmm. or like you know influence the culture yeah. or impact you know, positively, mm -hmm. uh, you know, people as best as I can. So I always had these aspirations and I felt very limited mm -hmm. being in that world, being able to do that. And at that time, you know, when I got to this point of, you know, paying off my loans, mm -hmm. having, you know, a little bit of capital saved up for myself yeah. and having the skill set that I know um, that I can always go back to the corporate world if I needed to. Yeah, yeah. You know, why not, you know, why not just try something now? Let's go. Yeah, yeah let's go. you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? But obviously, like, you need, like, a like a thing to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, for me, like, all through college, you know, I tried selling, you know, like, various different things. You know what gotcha. I mean? Um, and, uh, yeah, but, like, it, like, and then, it, like, it, it wasn't really, like, something that, like, worked out to a point where I could live off of. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, um yeah, like around during the time I was like about to leave the corporate world, I was reading a lot of books about like successful entrepreneurs and this, mm -hmm. that, and the third. And one common theme mm -hmm. that I saw with, you know, a bunch of people was real estate mm -hmm. and, you know, how, you know, uh, it's it's kind of like this like ultimate like wealth building tool and there's all these like possibilities with it. And at first I thought it was all like, woo woo, and it's like, mm -hmm. oh, it's not real. It mm -hmm. just seems like, you know, like a scam, yeah. you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, the more I dug into it, the more interested I, like, you know, became in mm -hmm. it. And then, um, yeah, around the time I was, like, you know, deciding to leave the corporate world, I was, like, thinking, all right, you know, entrepreneurship is, like, launching or, you know, creating some sort of product or service that people can, you know, pay me for. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what kind of, what's, what can I do? And then it just hit me, like, real estate is the biggest product. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't need to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. That's you feel me like mm -hmm. you know people people there's buyers there's sellers there's people that rent mm -hmm. and you know all the operations everything is set up i just mm -hmm. need to figure out my place in this mm -hmm. world that already exists mm -hmm. and it just you know it just hit me like you know i'm in these places like microsoft and t-mobile and mm -hmm. you know i'm understanding how their corporate you know structure is working yeah. and i'm contributing there so if i can take that same you know perspective and apply it you know Somewhere to this else. new world mm -hmm like maybe there's opportunity to be made mm -hmm. and yeah so that's what like kind of initially like drew me towards you know that direction and 
yeah, I just, uh, you know, started and just, I, I just stuck with it. Got you, got you. Yeah. And so what age did you come to America? I was eight years old, yeah. Eight years old. So by the time you moved here, did you have like a, like, I guess how big was the culture shock for you? Or was it, was there any culture shock when you first came here? Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a big culture shock for sure. Mm-hmm. I think it's a completely different culture back home yeah um but but we do have like you know cartoon network and a lot of the shows yeah. and all that so i was watching that even as a child so mm-hmm. there was this kind of like like it was kind of like a fantasy land really mm-hmm. like before you come over here because it's like this promised land mm-hmm. but then yeah after coming over here and like you know recognizing that you know like there's this like you know like like huge disparity mm-hmm. between like being an immigrant and mm-hmm. you know being from here mm-hmm. and then also like finding your specific like group and community mm-hmm. within your immigrant base and mm-hmm. how important that is mm-hmm. and not having that growing yeah. up mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and um and then like just navigating through school yeah. like feeling like you know I'm, I'm american at school but then like i come home and mm-hmm. i'm like this completely different, different you know mm-hmm. energy it's almost like living a double life mm-hmm. you know that That's i'm sure right. a lot of immigrants can feel yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I think I think navigating through that was, uh, uh, you know, probably similar to a lot of immigrant stories that mm-hmm. you know, that like we've uh, heard about in Seattle. But yeah, mm-hmm. bro, it's, I think, but I also think that's what you know makes me resilient mm-hmm. in my endeavors oh, yeah. as I move forward. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I got to experience a lot of it, and it also think I think it makes me more empathetic mm-hmm. um, to you know folks because. You know, I got to experience, you know, my parents' perspective mm-hmm. on, you know, how they dealt with yeah. this country. Yeah. At the same time, I, I can also empathize with the other guy dealing with my parents. Mm-hmm. You feel you me? You see both sides of the... You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. I feel like that's a, that's a great, like, tool or just skill to have to be able to be like, all right, let's weigh the options and see from both perspectives and just being yeah. able to see the game. And I can already see just from the way you're explaining things. Yeah. You can already tell... Like, just with the corporate scene, how they work their things, and you're like, okay, yeah. how could I apply it here? And exactly. I feel like that's, that's a key. And yeah. Fuck, for life or anything, yeah. honestly, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. What about you? Are you born here? Uh, so, I was born out here. My mom was from um, Japan. Okay. My pops, um, so their side came out here, like, during, before World War Two type shit. Okay. But then... It's a crazy. I feel like it's a crazy story. Your pops is also Japanese. Yeah, he's Japanese. Okay, too. so you're Japanese. So I'm Japanese, but yeah, it's yeah. like I got my mom's from Japan. Okay. But my dad's side. There's already been like four generations. I'm wow. The fifth generation. So it's like, it's like, am I? You know, I definitely feel what you're saying. Yeah, when you're yeah, like, yeah. You yeah. got a middle ground, and you got two different lives and shit. So right. That I feel like a lot of people will relate. At least even in Kent, because yeah, no, for sure, know? for sure. So even even within my specific community, mm-hmm. which is. Which is Tamil, by the way. So I'm Tamil. That's like my ethnic community. Gotcha. And, you know, my people are from, uh, you know, like southern India, northern Sri Lanka. Mm-hmm. And we're our own, like, ethnic, ethnic like, group, ethnic group gotcha. like, language group, mm-hmm. like, culture. If you actually Google, mm-hmm. right, the oldest spoken language in the mm-hmm. world, the result of that is Tamil. Really? Yeah. Gotcha. So it's like, it's this ancient language that we take great pride in That's and, uh, you know, protect it. There's about, like, there's more Tamil people in the world than Italians. Oh, yeah and um, yeah no it's like uh, it's interesting no I, I it's even within some of the diaspora Tamil people it's kind of like you know how it is with you there's like you know there's like they're like second third generation mm-hmm. not quite far back as mm-hmm. like the Japanese yeah, yeah. but they're still generations removed but still mm-hmm. you know intact with the culture yeah, and it's just yeah, very yeah. inspiring yeah. 
But yeah, I'm grateful that you know my parents are like super connected mm-hmm. to the land, and I also was born over there yeah, and yeah. lived there yeah. until I was eight. Yeah. So you know, I have the opportunity to you know see both worlds. Yeah. And it's a beautiful feeling. So, would you, knowing, just like how America is and how it's set up, and you yeah. you've seen how it is. I guess like, would you want to raise like I don't know if you thought about kids. In yeah, life, yeah. But in the future, like, would you want to raise your kids in, in America or would you rather go back to home? Man, that's a interesting question because, uh, you know, like I, I'm like it's funny because like I grew up over here, mm-hmm. and it's so I understand you know the blessings that come with being from here and having the. The, the resources mm-hmm. and the privilege of being yeah. American mm-hmm. and at the same time I've had the opportunity to you know spend time back home also and I see the the blessings and opportunities yeah. and resources there mm-hmm. and then I also see like the the difficulties on both sides yeah. you know what I mean and obviously this is just one part of the world that I have mm-hmm. that I've like you know spent, I've spent time in other parts of the world mm-hmm. but like really in depth know yeah, type, you know yeah. where I'm from mm-hmm. right but uh, and obviously I know you know America mm-hmm. but yeah, no, I think in an ideal world, wave of magic wand scenario, mm-hmm. I'd like to have my kids spend time in both places. You feel me? Like, I want them to understand what it is to be in the Western world because this is, you know, being in the Western world, like, it's at least right now with the geopolitics, right? We're, mm-hmm. the, we're the movers and shakers of yeah. how things, you know, operate. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, we, like, like, like what's like the economics of what's going on back home mm. and like all that yeah, is just everything. and yeah. like the culture and all mm. that is like super key mm. so i wouldn't want them to not have that you know mm. what i'm saying yeah so. and I, I guess like i do ask that though because it's like for me i'd be thinking i don't know sometimes it's like we see how fucked up america be sometimes you know yeah. so it's just like i don't know i just be that's some random shit that I was thinking yeah. about. Yeah. Have you been back in Japan? Yeah. Like I, w- I used to go a lot when I was younger, but mm. it's it's been just less and less, I guess, as I get older, cause less time and you know the commute and all that, all that stuff. Yeah. But, Do you speak Japanese? Kinda. Okay. But it was, it was because, so, the w- way I was brought up. Yeah. Learn Japanese, you know? Yeah. But then you go to school. Yeah. You lose that shit. I guess that was for me, though. Oh, yeah. And it's like, at home, it's like broken broken English. It's like half and half. But my pop speaks perfect English, but my mom's like the one that's, you know, trying to uh, okay, okay, work okay. on the... I'm, at this point, do, it's like... Do you speak Japanese with her? Or you just talk like to her in English half, and she responds back in Japanese and you kind of understand? Kinda, yeah, it's like that. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, it's like yeah. where I understand more Japanese than right. English type of thing. Can you watch Japanese movies and... Like anime and shit? Yeah. Uh, I could get like keywords and shit. Oh, that's it. Okay, you get. What about like in conversation? Can you? I could hold a conversation that's like as good as a preschooler, probably. Wow. <laughs> you type shit. It's not. Yeah, yeah. And I guess like it goes back to yeah. that that uh, specific like um, topic of just uh, what is it? Kind of assimilating to the culture of America, mm. and also I guess like you're losing the touch of who you are or who your ancestors were, mm. and that's the reason why I was asking. I guess like. Yeah. Uh, would you you know raise your kids out here yeah. just cause it's like what I noticed is like after generations and generations it's like you start losing that you know you don't even get to speak the language yeah. sometimes and it's like what makes you that anymore yeah you know, that's what I've been I've been yeah like, you know and it's like I, I think I think the more important question is like what is that in the first place mm-hmm. you know what I mean and just like yeah you know I think we if you have the privilege of being able to choose 
where you can be in the world, you know, why not pick and choose the best? That is facts. You feel me? Mm -hmm. And, you know, create, you know, like potentially something new, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, no, but wave of magic one scenario, Mm -hmm. like shit, like I'd love my kids to experience like the whole world as they're growing up. You feel me? No, that's facts. I feel like that's, that'd be the best one because you can go different spots Yeah, and just... Cause I feel like that's the best way to just experience and learn, yeah. Just about people, yeah. Cause different people act different, like in different areas, yeah. Different mannerisms, different culture, and all that, yeah. Yeah. And then let's talk about music specifically. Now. Yeah. What would you say, like, inspired you to get into the booth or just get in, hop into a studio? Man, like, was it certain artists you seen growing up? Yeah. No, I think it's like it's like a multi, mm-hmm. you know, like variable reasoning for why. So being Tamil, right? And like I think my culture itself promotes like, you know, rhyming and poetry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like a very poetic language to begin with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have a lot of respect for like oration and all that. Mm-hmm. And we have our own version of hip hop mm-hmm. music. You know, like b- before hip hop became, you know, what it is. Like like, like we have time. our own like, you know, version of it. You, you know what I mean? And and you know, there's like a lot of music that's made in like a rhythmic way that's like similar to a lot of like melodies that mm-hmm. we uh like here today mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so so like there's this natural like instinct mm-hmm. towards like hip-hop music yeah. for me like right from just right right yeah. from the beginning mm-hmm. and uh you know coming to america i was like naturally drawn to hip-hop and i feel like i learned you know like the, the language better and understood the culture better mm-hmm. and all that through music, through music yeah. and i think just like you know every other hip-hop head i grew up mm-hmm. with the music to mm-hmm. a point where you know a lot of this is just like like you know my soundtrack to life mm-hmm. you feel me so and i think everybody that listens to rap tries to rap you know mm-hmm. what i mean like yeah, yeah, you know, everybody right in so, the car or something yeah yeah and, and for me it was always like i was always able to uh you know even even in Tamil before i moved to america right like uh like like my, like my parents would send me to like you know certain like like poetry reciting competitions and things mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. and i would be doing that as a kid oh shit and you know i've, I've won like first you know first prize doing things like that as yeah, a kid yeah, yeah. so maybe i'm not sure if those things planted who knows any, any, any sorts seed of seeds yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but then after coming to america and mm-hmm. like and seeing rap is a thing right and hip-hop is a thing and just like growing up with it it's this natural fascination, you know, towards it that, you know, that, that I was drawn to. Yeah. And, um, you know, like, I always felt like I could, like, memorize lyrics, like, hella quick. Mm-hmm. You know, I have this, like, huge database of lyrics in my head. And, you know, when I would try rapping, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I was, you know, better than average. Mm-hmm. I always felt like, mm-hmm. obviously, like, I felt like I was, like, you know, like, shy about it. And I went through my own journey yeah. in that regard. But I always enjoyed, you know, the process of listening to music or you know, singing along or creating my own music, you yeah. know what I mean? Gotcha. And, you know what I mean? Like, like high school, like lunchroom, you know, freestyles mm-hmm. and all oh, that yeah, shit. Yeah, like, yeah. shit, that shit was fun for me. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that was just that. And then, yeah, bro, I think just kind of over the years, like, there was always this, like, instinct or desire to mm-hmm. want to make music. Mm-hmm. And I felt like we're living in a time where, you know what I mean? Like, it's so easy to, like, you know, express yourself and actually create the art and package it and refine it mm-hmm. and polish it in a way mm-hmm. where, you know, you can actually create something you're proud of. Mm-hmm. And I felt that the passion was just, like, you know, too strong for me to not do something about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that evolved yeah. into, you know, like, what is continuing to evolve right now. Mm-hmm. And so what was your first studio session like? Was it 
where like you were recording with a homie or was it you yeah. just went straight to like I mean, studio. technically, my first studio session was like with myself, uh-huh. with, you know, like Garage Band. Oh, so you picked it my, up, is it? Yeah, in yeah. my in my closet, uh-huh. you know, recording. Like, there's still like there's like a bunch of stuff in my SoundCloud that I've hidden. Yeah. yeah. But that's like you know, uh, but yeah, that, I would say like that's like my technically like my first studio sessions. Mm-hmm. But the first time I like actually like you know paid an engineer and like yeah, sat yeah. down in a studio mm-hmm. was uh, uh, with the homie uh, uh, P White. I don't know if you know. Yo, you don't know P. White, bro? That guy's a legend. You should uh, tap where? in. He's from Seattle. I guess what studio? Yeah, shout out P. White. Uh, uh, I'm not sure if he has it called mm-hmm. what, what it used to be back then, but back then it was, you know, Pop Underground Studios. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't think. It was like in, uh, like, it was like near South Lake Union, you know, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so what year was that, then? That was, uh, bro, that was actually 2017. 2017. Okay. Yeah, so 27, no, 2016 or 20, I think it was 2016. Okay. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, that was the first time I, like, you know, paid an engineer and, you know, like, like, because until that point, I didn't know what I was doing, mm-hmm. you feel me? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I had this, like, beat picked out that I bought, mm-hmm. and it's actually a song called uh, 206 gotcha. that, you know, I have out right now, mm-hmm. and sure I, I released it, it. yeah, <laughs> Make sure you shout out, it. yeah, stream it, uh, you know, 206 by Vozy, mm-hmm. you know, shout out P. White for engineering that track. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that was the first ever you know track that I recorded in a studio. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And so, from your first studio session to your music video, what was the transition like to your first music video, or just even getting to the network aspect of getting that down of being an artist? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Honestly, like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm grateful to be, you know, Tamil mm-hmm. because I think there's like a diaspora connection that that's there and there's like a community that's there through the you know social media aspect of things mm-hmm. um and um i think you know through you know me being an entrepreneur and me being an artist i think there's certain you know diaspora Tamil people that like pick up on you know what i'm doing and mm-hmm. you know obviously like my journey is unique mm-hmm. especially within the diaspora yeah. you know just or at least the combination mm-hmm. of what i'm doing yeah and uh you know there's certain folks that have just you know gotten to pick up on that from the beginning mm-hmm. and for me it was just I was just in the beginning just expressing myself. I was just doing like Instagram freestyles and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just putting out content. Yeah. And the people that seemed to consume it most were these like diaspora Tamil folks mm-hmm. as well as like, you know, local, you know, Seattle people. Yeah. And uh, I just, you know, kept making content mm-hmm. and to a point where, you know, I felt there was some sort of pulse I felt within, um, you know, both communities. And I've just been kind of... Uh, you know just leveraging that and just letting it you know keep going organically mm-hmm. and uh yeah you know i've just you know been been making music since gotcha. and who are some artists that you were listening to when you first came to america and just like was it through the radio or was it through like you had an ipod or something no bro it was, it was like before ipods bro. Gotcha. like so i'm talking like like you know cd players oh shit. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah what cds were you bumping bro shit i had i was bumping <laughs> uh like 50, 50 cents get richer die trying yeah, all like you know classic for uh-huh. sure like i'm gonna throw a random one but it's like a potent one you know lincoln park's like hybrid theory mm-hmm. you know i don't I mean? even know i just heard of lincoln park type what because the thing is yeah, bro go go bro. bump that album hybrid yeah, theory. the thing is though i yeah. feel like the reason why was because at that time where a lot of like lincoln park green day all that like yeah. the band shit was happening happening i was living in hawaii oh. so i was listening over there you know all the reggae shit yeah, all the islander yeah. shit so it's like when I came back over here and it's like 
It was definitely, I was like, I've never heard these songs other than on TVs or like mm. maybe sometimes on radio, but they don't play that shit out there. So I was like, yeah, no. And then, and then just like, I was just fortunate enough to, you know, grow up with some friends that put me on to, mm-hmm. you know, some like just dope ass like albums that are now, you know, classics to, you know, like The Reasonable Doubt, mm-hmm. like, you know, like Gangstars, like Moment of Truth, gotcha, gotcha. you know what I'm saying? Like, and then I was like hella into like East Coast hip hop. Mm. Uh, and, you know, obviously, uh, you know, like Tupac, Biggie, like all that. But then, yeah, I was just like just heavily consuming all this stuff like mm. throughout. Gotcha. And then, yeah, bro. Gotcha. It's, you know, it's, and then just, you know, and, and then I started, you know, kind of, you know, like veering off and like listening to other genres. And, mm-hmm. but hip hop was always, had, had always been like the primary, like, you know, genre that I would always like find myself going back to. Gotcha. And would you, what would you say is your dream collab? Like, lifetime or maybe it'll happen next year or whatever like i guess who are some artists that you want to work with who are some producers or any anything in the music field that you shit i mean like like dream like wave of magic wand i'm like okay. yeah, yeah bro shit i mean jay-z let's do okay, it like, yeah. jay-z and vozy it has mm-hmm. a nice ring to it you feel mm-hmm. me okay yeah, get that collab yeah. going yeah yeah put yeah. it into the world we'll right manifest now. it yeah put it out there uh-huh. shit and then like in um in in like the tamil space there's an mm-hmm. artist called uh uh, Yuvan Shankaraja mm-hmm. you know I'd love to do a collaboration with him there's another artist called Anirudh mm-hmm. I'd love to do a collaboration with him um, bro I mean shit yeah bro I mean it's yeah like but in, in the western world if there's like one artist mm-hmm. where I can be like if I do a collaboration with him and I'm like I made it it'd be, it'd be Jay-Z yeah, yeah. But, it, but it's such an audacious like goal you never know though bro, you yeah. don't know how this world yeah, works yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I'm putting it out there shit I don't I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't doubt it yeah, from yeah, happening. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. we got at least, at least I'll move with that energy. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, yeah. But you know, if it happens, it happens. If yeah. it doesn't, then you know, it's God's plan. No, that's facts. Yeah. God's, God's timing. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's facts. And how are you able to keep your, um, just like mind fit and your body fit outside of just, you know, doing the work, doing you know, doing what you got to do, hustling, boom, boom. Yeah. You say you do hoop. Yeah. The um, outside of that. I mean, I mean, you can talk about hooping. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. You hoop? Yeah, I'll be hooping every once in a while. Type okay. Shit. But That's like, yeah. Yeah. So how? Um, what's the team you're playing for? Type shit. Uh yeah, bro. I mean, it's just a league out in uh, Mountain Lake Terrace. Oh, heard, heard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you know, it's 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 out of this like rec recreational facility, mm-hmm. uh, and you know they just they they just do it like all year round. Oh, like, shit. you know what I mean? Like, oh, when the season ends, the next one starts, and the season. Oh, ends, you know what I mean? Oh, I think it's like six week, six to seven week seasons, maybe. Yeah, solid though. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like there's like seven to eight guys that are on my squad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Like every every Wednesday, there's a game usually, uh-huh. and yeah, bro, it's just it's just good times. Like you know, whoever pulls up, mm-hmm. you know, pulls up. You know, usually we try to get at least five. Obviously, yeah, you can't yeah, play yeah. otherwise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's been good, bro. I've always been, uh, you know, ever since I came to America, uh-huh. like the the sport that I was drawn to most was basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously, I think it's just like with hip hop and basketball, mm-hmm. it just yeah. goes hand in hand. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and uh, no, like basketball had always been like a passion. Mm-hmm. I actually played for, you know, my school team, uh, like all through middle school, mm-hmm. and then you know, high school, like I, you know, focused more on academics, mm-hmm. but I still played recreationally. On the side, yeah, 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 like yeah. always, uh-huh. and um, yeah, and then once once I was at UW, you know, like I was hooping at the IMA uh-huh. as often as I could, yeah. and then. You know, afterward, it had always been like a consistent part of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, at least like 
like once or twice a week on average. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously there'll be like, you know, times where, you know, I wouldn't, like months would go by. Yeah. But then for the most part, it, it had been a consistent theme in my life. Got you, got you. Yeah. You got it, you got it. You know, keep that keep that first love. Yeah. When it comes to at least like I feel like hooping is you get to really know like a type of person someone is just based off of hooping too. Definitely. You know? <laughs> Definitely. Like yeah. Like you think you know somebody and mm-hmm. then you like, you play basketball with them. Whether you're on the same team yeah. or like 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 play like playing on the same team with somebody mm-hmm. is like a whole different experience. No, that's right. Because it's like, damn, this guy he don't pass the ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Some shit like that. Or, yeah, yeah. You no, know, like you learn, you know, how 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 much someone can share mm-hmm. when you're on the same team, but when you're on like opposite teams, it's like you know it's a whole different dynamic. Too. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, That's true. I have a brother who's only you know like two years younger than me, mm-hmm. and he's also a hooper, mm-hmm. and it's literally like the perfect like one-on-one competition growing up. So mm-hmm. you know we love playing one-on-one with each oh. other, and it's always like neck and neck. Sometimes I'll win, sometimes he wins, mm-hmm. you know, type of thing. Gotcha. But yeah, no, it's like I always had that growing up, and, and he's just as passionate about yeah. basketball. No, I feel like as me, so. growing up with brothers, it or it just keeps you on edge when it comes exactly. to competition. You know, exactly. Like, whatever no. it is. Yeah, there was a moment where basketball wasn't that big of a deal for me, or I didn't care about it that much. Mm-hmm. And then and then he was like starting to get like better than me and I was like I was like I can't have that I can't have that no, yeah. you know what I mean I got you so. and uh, what would you say your uh, if you had to model not even actually model your game what would you say your game is like for comparing it to an NBA player what would you say damn bro like, people are gonna be like who does he think he is? I mean but still I mean still. I mean look I'm not like I I can hoop but I'm like obviously like we're not if I were to like you know I'm not obviously anywhere near like NBA standard or nothing like that but. I, I I could probably beat you, like I don't even know no. I don't even know how you are, but yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I mean I was yeah. just saying like a player like you would say but, that your game correlates with, like are you a shooter like step yeah, yeah, yeah. are you like a so I'm um I'm like definitely a that's yeah into the lane type thing. Uh, I'm I think like younger me mm-hmm. I think was more of like a like a Kyrie type of, thing. Type of player just you okay. know driving in as much as I could, mm-hmm. and uh, but I've always been a shooter. I think you know shooting mm-hmm. had always been. I think uh, I play the guard position, so, you know, just I think going up against bigger guys, you always mm-hmm. needed to, you know, be able to shoot. So that's mm-hmm. always something that came natural to me. Gotcha. And, you know, my game is kind of around shooting. It's just like, I, you know, like, 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 just be able to do both. I think, like, when you're a good shooter, like, mm-hmm. you have the opportunity to, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you fake do, yeah. and then, like, drive uh-huh. or, you know what I mean? Or, like, have the opportunity. And if you can, you know, drive and, you know, finish well, mm-hmm. then, you know, they're then you have the opportunity to shoot. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, just playing off both of that. Yeah. And, you know, I actually love interacting with the team. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I love scoring, but mm-hmm. I also love, like, setting up the plays mm-hmm. properly. Like, you know, as I'm, like, you know, like, you know, driving towards, you know, the hoop. Mm-hmm. And, like, I see, you know, the big, mm-hmm. you know, coming towards me, you mm-hmm. know, like, you know, getting the ball off mm-hmm. uh, to my guy, like, at the right time. You know what gotcha. I mean? Like, that, that shit's exciting, too. Perfect. So it's like, yeah. I mean, bro, I mean, I take after my favorite players. Like, I love... I love Kyrie, Steph, obviously, but, like, mm-hmm. going back, I grew up in Seattle with, like, Ray Allen, mm-hmm. so, like, sh- yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. like, shooting was always, mm-hmm. like, a big part of, you know, my game because, you know, Ray Allen was, like, one of my favorite players, and, uh, yeah, you know, obviously, big Kobe fan, so, mm-hmm. you know, and he's good at everything, yeah, so, like, Kobe, yeah. Just, yeah, he's, he's, I don't know, I feel like he had, he had a game where it's, like, he had every counter. For everything yeah you bro. do one move oh he slides there boom so yeah you know r.i.p r.i.p to the greatest no i feel who's your goat my goat all right i think brown is the goat 
Shit, okay. And the only reason why I say that is just because just if we look at it through football too. Yeah. People I feel like people would say Tom Brady's the GOAT. Mm. And that's because through the longevity and being able to consistently do what he does, right? Mm. I feel like Braun has that same like I guess resume you can Yeah, say. yeah, yeah. Longevity wise for yeah, sure. Yeah. For sure. But I don't know, I guess like it's all up for debate. No, no, I feel you know, like, it, I I think I think just the the idea of just being like, oh, this person is the greatest of all time is actually a new thing mm. that came into questioning. Like, like once, like Braun was yeah, yeah. like was was in the conversation of, yo, this guy's like giving off signs, like mm. you know, he's he's a great one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Like before that, there was like you know, like MJ and Kobe comparisons. Mm-hmm. That's just what it was. Yeah, that's facts. That you know what I'm saying? True. And so. Yeah, no, it's it's interesting. I think they're all, you know, great in their own way. Yeah. And I think nobody's wrong for their opinion. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's right. Like, there, there's some people that say, like, Steph's the GOAT. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there's, yeah, you know, yeah. like, they the might not know about it. Yeah, 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 like, they, 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 that's what they know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Steph did change the game. She did. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's chucking up threes now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, and, you know, he's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, me personally, bro, like, yeah, Kobe's my go just because of the timing of my life mm-hmm. and seeing him play yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. how he impacted me. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, like, like I remember, like, really mm-hmm. the first real, like, NBA, um, uh, you know, like, championship that I registered was, mm-hmm. like, you know, the, the 2000 uh, Lakers, uh, you know, like, the, final. the finals yeah. with against the Pacers. Yeah. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. that was like that was when I was like really like registering the NBA. So like just seeing Kobe do his thing mm-hmm. at that time, it just kind of like I just like clung on to it. Yeah. So Kobe's always been like one of my favorite players. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what's your team by the way? I mean, it should be Sonics, t- but yeah, they're not yeah, yeah. they're not here. So yeah. it's just like I, don't know. Yeah. I mean, for basketball, I feel like I got players I fuck with. Like you know that like that would be like oh yeah they're cool. But yeah. Until Seattle comes back with a team, I can't. I feel like I can't really claim it. To yeah, no, that's that's literally that's literally exactly my answer. Mm-hmm. Like growing up, Sonics were always my team. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like it was like a diehard Sonics yeah. fan. And when the Sonics left, it was like I just you know it's like I, I still love the NBA. Yeah. But you know I'm so really just watching. <laughs> yeah, I'm really just watching for competition. Yeah. So I'm not re- like I'm never attached. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like I'm. And it's like an interesting feeling to just not be attached to any team, mm-hmm. but and just enjoy the game and just enjoy the game. <laughs> yeah. You feel me? But yeah, there's there's a lot of players I fuck with, and there's like certain times like I want certain people to win, mm-hmm. or I might make my decision on who I want to win mm-hmm. once I've been watching the game. You know, like maybe like third quarter, fourth quarter, I'll decide. No, yeah, yeah. just for myself mentally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, this guy, he's, uh, shit, uh, that person yeah. going off. Uh, yeah. that type of shit. It, it, you be betting on games. Nah, but sports I feel like betting. that's definitely like all my homies be doing it, but I'm like, yeah. I mean, I know sports, but it's just like, do I really care that much to bet? I'm yeah. Like, fuck it. Uh, yeah. Got more other shit to do, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you be no. betting parlays and shit? Nah, here and there, just yeah. like you know, me here and there. Like, it's not much though. It'll just be like you know, like ten dollars, like mm-hmm. you know, twenty dollars. Never know. The ten or twenty could become like a yeah. like thirty bays or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it just makes the game fun to watch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Especially like if it's with the homies. Yeah. And like then that. one person is betting on one team. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. No, yeah, that's, yeah. that's fun. Yeah. And what would you say? Because we're talking about MJ, mm. Michael Jordan, Kobe. We're talking about goat discussions. Yeah. What you know their resume and all that. Yeah. But at the end of your, let's say, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll talk about music. Or I guess overall, mm. what do you want to be remembered as? Mm. I guess like 
it doesn't have to be specifically, oh, I want to be remembered as an artist or a real estate, yeah, or, you yeah. know? But I guess, like, your overall message or, like, type of thing, type of vibe. Yeah. Um, well, shoot, I mean, if, like, if I were to pass, and, and I hope, you know, like, you know, it happens, like, a very long time from now. Yeah. But, you know, like, I hope that, you know, I'm looked at and remembered as someone who you know lived life to his truth mm -hmm. and consciously tried to positively impact as many people as possible gotcha. and and you know i hope my family remembers me as someone that uh, you know put them in a great position mm -hmm. and uh, yeah you know like and as far as like you know the specific goals and accomplishments that mm -hmm. i want out of life mm -hmm. i mean there's a lot of them but i think as long as you know i stay you know true to uh you know like just 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 what it is mm -hmm. that's my truth mm -hmm. then you know what i mean i think i've lived a good life gotcha yeah and what would you say are some go-to or not even go to some places you want to definitely travel to man that you haven't went to so man i still haven't been to africa gotcha. so you know i'd love to go i'd love to go to ethiopia mm -hmm. uh you feel me i'd love to there's just so many places but like yeah. just just ethiopia somewhere that I you know really want to go to mm -hmm. um, I, I still haven't been to like you know the Caribbean mm -hmm. islands mm -hmm. you know what I mean I'm, you know, I'd love to go there oh, yeah. and I haven't fully explored Europe yet so there's, there's so much of the world I haven't seen mm -hmm. I've, I've gone to a lot of places so, yeah, like, okay so aside but, from the places you want to go where are some places you went to um, shit I just you know, I just came back from... Uh, I spent a few days in Paris on my way back from the motherland. Oh, shit. That was dope. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got to, uh, you know, use, like, the three years of French that I took in high school that oh, I shit. thought I still remember. Uh -huh. But, bro, by the time I... When I got there and, and tried, it was just uh -huh. like, bro, they speak it so fast. It's like, oh, shit, I need subtitles or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. No, but it was funny, though. Like, I think it was interesting because, like, when I was mm -hmm. in Paris, uh, I noticed that if you tried speaking a little bit of French, mm -hmm. if you... And, and you just at least initiated the conversation that way, they, they have more respect for you than someone that's just like entitled, you mm -hmm. know, speaking it's to them English. in English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But I noticed most people over there, bro, like speak English pretty well, at least in Paris, mm -hmm. in, in like the service industry and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Like there's at least somebody that speaks English in the store. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was uh, yeah. a dope experience. Now, I was, and I was in Dubai earlier this year. Mm -hmm. That was... Uh, that was a cool experience too. That was my first time first there, time. bro. Dubai is just—it's crazy. It's like, funny. The I amount mean, of wealth over there is just nuts. You like know what just, I mean? Just through like the buildings and all that, or just like yeah, I mean like just when, when you're like just driving around that area, you just see it for yourself. Even the Ubers and and things are just like you know Mercedes, Tesla, like hella nice cars. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's literally like the safest safest place mm. like in the planet. You know what I'm saying? Just because the the you know like. Like, I guess the punishment for certain crimes are just, like, so adverse mm -hmm. that people just... Just don't do it. You know what I mean? They don't. And, uh, yeah, bro. It's like, like you walk into the mall and you just see people just, like, walking with, like, you know, $30,000 worth of, like, merchandise. Like, it's nothing. Just, like, yeah. all over the place. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, it's... Yeah, it's... And, like, it's... Yeah, bro. There's just, there's just so much mm -hmm. wealth over there yeah. that it's just... It just makes you feel like, you know, you got to get your game up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just a place to, like go to motivate yeah, yourself yeah. you'd you be me? like damn bro yeah. I need to be at a point where I could cop this whole route mm -hmm. <laughs> type of shit. Um, but out of all the places that you visited yeah and the places you traveled to what would you say 
is like your top five, or it doesn't even gotta be top five, just top cuisines to eat at, or like different kinds of food? Man, I gotta shout out, you know, my own cuisine, oh, yeah. food. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. You feel me? Just because it's just, we have the entire palette. Like, mm-hmm. whether you want, you know, sweet or mm-hmm. spicy or sour or somewhere in the middle, like, mm-hmm. there's like an amazing dish or mm-hmm. meal or, you know, like, just delicacy mm-hmm. that's that's there that's gonna fill that you know palate or whatever craving you have mm-hmm. and then whether you're craving like vegetarian or non-vegetarian mm-hmm. right there's just like hella options yeah and um, like as far as like the flavor goes I, like I swear like you know we were very specific about mm-hmm. that and we care deeply about flavor mm-hmm. and yeah and if you like spicy mm-hmm. like shit like you know what I mean go it's to town the hey. go-to yeah so yeah, bro. No, I would have to shout out like Tamil food as just like the top contender. Man, if there's like an option for me to like choose Tamil food, uh-huh. I probably would most times. Gotcha. Um, but you know, dish wise though, so. huh? Favorite dish? My favorite dish? Yeah. Man, that's like, like I don't, I don't even want to say that because it's just like my favorite cuisine. It it's too. It's just, just yeah. It's just too. You know what I mean? There's just too much that it just depends on my mood, and it's mm-hmm. like you know you can't say what's your favorite mood. That's true. You know what I mean? Moods always changing. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, bro, I mean, outside of that, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I'm not really that, like, pickier particular, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, when I like, when I go to Mexico, I love tacos over there. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's, but, like, having grown up in Seattle, I think, you know, there's enough immigrants and different cultures out here mm-hmm. for me to have, like, grown up around all different kinds of cuisine. Yeah. You know, just, just being from here mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, like, I feel like I grew up around great food. It's just not too much stumble food outside of, mm-hmm. like, my mom's kitchen that I, you know, grew up on. Business idea right there. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You never know. It's happening. Oh, for real? It's, yeah, yeah, in, the yeah, it's, it's, it's in the works. Like you know, the seeds have been planted. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, shit. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I gotta be on the lookout for that. I'll be shit. I'll be like, oh shit. Bro, let's go with it. <laughs> yeah, bro. The, the, the moment you know, like you know, Vozy starts up, you know, some sort of like you know Tamil restaurant yeah. in Seattle, like it's game shit. over. No, that, but it's happening though. I really want to bring it to the city, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm just casting it out there in the future. Yeah, Whether sure. I, I don't know if I'll be like you know like involved in the day-to-day operations but mm-hmm. i'd love to initiate something that you know turns into that mm-hmm. and i think it'd be huge for you know the culture i think it'd be dope for you know people to experience gotcha. you know the cuisine mm-hmm. and no it's, it's definitely something that's in the works for the future gotcha gotcha yeah and let's um use a hypothetical hypothetical situation for mm-hmm. say for someone that was or it could either be you or it could be someone that was that's kind of like in the similar situation that you were in in college. Mm-hmm. Say you're a freshman. Yeah. And to be able to explain, like, how to get to, like, say, let's say real estate specifically. Mm-hmm. What would you say the steps should be, or what what route should they take, in your opinion? Like with with the resources of the world right now. Yeah. Let's say, yeah, resources right now. Yeah, yeah. Like so I mean, right, I mean, if someone's just like trying to get into real estate, mm-hmm. shit, just literally go on a platform you know pick instagram for instance you can go on linkedin do the same thing but i think instagram's just easier mm-hmm. just you know type in you know seattle real estate mm-hmm. or just search hashtag seattle real estate mm-hmm. or whatever market you're in mm-hmm. real estate mm-hmm. and then just you know find who the content creators are and just based off of the content and their profile judge who you think are actual movers and shakers mm-hmm. within the industry and then you know dm them uh something that is a skill Mm-hmm. that you bring to them mm-hmm. that could benefit their business mm-hmm. and say that you can do that for them and actually deliver on that mm-hmm. and then in return you're asking for knowledge mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? If you're a young person, shit, like just give up all your time and resources and, you know, ability for knowledge mm -hmm. and, you know, details mm -hmm. on how you can execute a business. You know what I'm saying? So just, mm -hmm. yeah, my, my advice would be, you know, go find the mentor. Gotcha. But yeah, do it the right way. Mm -hmm. And speaking upon knowledge, yeah, and you said you do read books. So yeah. what would you say were some books that helped you in the real estate game or being an entrepreneur? Um, I, I know it's like a, like a cheesy, like classic book, but one of my favorite books of all time is like Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. See, I don't even know that. You don't even know that? Sure, okay, I'm going to yeah. check that one out. I'm going to check that one out. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's a book called How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Mm. I'd recommend that to everybody. Um, uh, there's a really dope book called Go Giver. I'm forgetting the author's name, but it's, that's a really Jane, dope book. I, I think I heard that one before. Uh, yeah. That was a good book, though. Yeah. I forgot who it was, but I definitely heard the audiobook. Yeah. No, there's a bunch of books, bro. But I think more importantly, I think we're living in a time where knowledge is just so accessible. You know mm. what I mean? Like, we got ChatGPT. Yeah. You can literally, like, just by asking the right questions, you can come up with like a, a billion dollar business plan. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I'm, I'm talking pages and pages of a billion dollar business plan. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like literal, like step-by-step, -step, like daily instructions on what to do. You can literally have AI generate that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's just a matter of being consistent with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. actually like following through. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I think... I think it's like what we spoke about earlier, you know, mm -hmm. like once you find what it is that you love, just increment on it daily. Mm -hmm. Got you, got you. You feel me? And what would you say when just, I guess like when did you know that you wanted to do the things you wanted to do? Like I know you did say in the corporate, after the corporate, would you say it was like when you got the corporate job? Mm. Like you said, you were in the gold handcuffs. Yeah, yeah. And that's when you did like a lot of thinking or was it like maybe like a lot of during that like process were you ever like thinking oh shit maybe I should do something else man to be honest I'm still thinking about what I want to do you know mm -hmm. what I mean I think it's more refined from mm -hmm. where I was previously and I think my goals are a little bit more clear and I think you know my goals are within you know branches mm -hmm. of what I'm already doing mm -hmm. but you know I don't think that ever stops yeah you know what I mean and I think I think there's just you know certain people that just naturally you know have the just the DNA of just, you know, like, what can I do here in this situation and how can I da 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 da, da. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, like, and, and then there's people that, you know, through, you know, situations in life demand, uh, like, like demand themselves to, you know, like be, you know, like just figuring out what it is. But I guess for me, it was just, I was always just trying to, you know, figure out what my next step is. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Gotcha, gotcha. And, uh, yeah, so it's like, and, and it was always like, all right, like, how can I elevate the current situation that I'm at based on the resources that I have in my life right now? Mm -hmm. I think if you, like, actually ask yourself that question mm -hmm. and, like, you know, try to act on the answers that come to you, mm -hmm. then then I think you'll you'll seek progress. Yeah. I feel like people better listen to that one. Yeah. You Just, me? shit, keep on doing what you got to do. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you put in the work, you know? That you're gonna be in the position of this person that right? no and i'm not <laughs> yeah. even saying i'm like you know well no but it makes yeah. sense though yeah because like, a lot of people might have those those thoughts that they know they have to do but they mm. never do it you right know? so but the, the difference with you is you think it you do it now 
you know? Yeah, no, bro. It's like, into play. like, you know, thoughts are the ancestors to all things material. You feel me? Mm. Like, literally everything you see started off as a thought first. Yeah. Like most, you know what I mean? Like even certain trees, just because someone thought to put a tree over there, mm -hmm. like in the middle of the road, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. but, but like, if you can think about, you know, your life that way, like, yeah. and, and you can actually take ownership, like I, like the positioning that I'm at right now, mm -hmm. uh, in some way, shape or form, I contributed to it. And obviously, you know, like I, you can't say that's like true for every situation. There's just certain people that are just born in, you know, tough situations that mm -hmm. um, they can't, you know. Th that's just difficult mm -hmm. but you know it's just a consistent theme in life mm -hmm. the way it is the way we live right now right mm -hmm. and it's like whether you like it or not right victimizing yourself doesn't help yeah you feel me mm -hmm. so once you can like empower yourself to realize that you have the opportunity to change your life mm -hmm. and you know you're gifted to live in this time that mm -hmm. allows you to uh, have all the steps on what you can do to improve your life, mm -hmm. then why wouldn't you just follow those steps? Yeah. You feel me? That's right. Like, and just um, talking about, you know, taking steps and getting closer to goals and all that. Yeah. I try to make uh, a recurring segment. Basically, yeah. kind of, what day is it today? It is November 22nd. So yeah. I try to make it where it's like a time capsule. Yeah. You can listen to this whenever you want, type of thing. So by November 22nd, mm. 2024 mm. what are some goals that you got for yourself either financially business-wise mentally physically hooping music all this shit like yeah. what would you say you want to accomplish by next year and this is just for you to listen back to just to be like oh shit did i do that okay maybe i did that oh shit you know yeah. just you know kind of like a checkpoint yeah um i think i think there's like certain like you know relationship goals that I have, you know, like in person, in the personal, uh, you know, field of my life, right? Mm -hmm. That, you know, I got, but outside of that, right? 2024, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, shit, you know what I mean? Like, I, I want to be in the best shape of my life. You know what I mean? Like, I want to have, uh, you know, developed uh, some of the properties that I'm working on right now. Like, gotcha. you know, like, like be in that position. Mm -hmm. um, I want to, you know, have the operations of my business be a lot more automated mm -hmm. uh, but at the same time uh, you know being able to produce you know like the same amount that I'm, I'm doing right now mm -hmm. with me being all hands on yeah. um, and uh, yeah musically uh, I want to you know put out at least uh, a couple you know two to three solid you know releases with music videos okay. and uh, and you know and you know, just just put out as much music as possible. But as yeah. far as it goes, like three major releases, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. but, you know, by November of twenty twenty four, and uh, yeah, and then and then community wise, there's um, there's an event series mm -hmm. that I'm actually uh, that I founded with a group called the Up and Up, based out of Seattle. Are mm -hmm. you familiar with the Up and mm -hmm. Up? Okay, they're like a uh, you know, like, like a podcast group gotcha, um, gotcha. slash, you know, media company, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, you know, where they're, you know, like, like empowering stories of, you know, Seattle-based entrepreneurs, creatives, and professionals. Gotcha, gotcha. And, uh, you know, through them, I have this event series called uh, The World Is Yours, where mm -hmm. we bring together entrepreneurs and creatives in the greater Seattle mm -hmm. area and, you know, put them through, uh, you know, a very specific workshop to empower them to, you know, take their journeys to the next level. Gotcha. So yeah, there, so this is something that I've just been doing since 2019. Like, mm -hmm. 
you know, basically like like once a month, damn near. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially the last, you know, almost uh, a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, 2024, the goal is to, you know, tie up this event series mm-hmm. with some more credible organizations gotcha. and, and just make it more streamlined. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. those are the big goals that I got. Yeah, I feel like they're good goals, though. Yeah. No, and I think everything else that comes in the middle mm-hmm. or, or comes along the path of these goals being accomplished, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You never know what's going to happen. That is true. It's yeah. just the beginning of the sea. Yeah. You never know what it's going to grow into. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shoot. I mean, probably going to wrap it up. Yes, sir. So, I mean, where could they find you on Instagram, TikTok, all that? Yes, sir. I'm Vozi everywhere. That's V O Z H I. Shit. You know yep. what I mean? Follow the journey. No, that's good. I'm saying. Yes, sir. I appreciate you again, bro. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. Bro. That's good. Thank shit. You. Make sure you guys tune in. Yes, sir. Shit. This Sunday, I mean, at this point, shit. New podcast every Sunday. Dropping 8 a.m. Make sure you guys tune in. If you guys don't know, make sure you tap in with them. Let's get it. Catch you guys. Peace. Yes, sir. Let's go. Yes, sir. Yeah, bro. Solid conversation.